What's up, ladies? Ladies? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's already starting off terribly. I blame Donald Trump because he's the president of the United States, and now I suck at speaking. Hold on. We're going to turn this down because I still suck at measuring levels. I'm the worst. I'm awful. All right. What's up, guys? <laughs> no, it's still too loud. Why can't I get this down? Trump did this to me. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, this is the worst intro ever. It's so bad. Alright. There's 30 seconds wasted. Way to go, Bruner, you moron. Ah, democracy. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> Alright, guys, before we start, yes, Donald Trump won the election. If you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Hillary Clinton supporter, it's all going to be okay. As, uh, as many people have said... The sun will rise in the morning. And listen, he's not going to take away Pokemon. He's not going to take away your Xbox. He's not going to take your PlayStation away, your Nintendo, your Sega Genesis, your old school SNES, NES, whatever one is coming out. So everyone just relax, get your geek on, and life will be okay. All right? But we're not about politics here. We are about wrestling. This is Geeks Talk Wrestling. I thought I would switch it up a little bit because I've noticed that all I do, all I do, great English, all I do is recap the show and then kind of give my two cents. And it's like, you guys watched the show. You guys were there. You witnessed it happen. You guys uh, have your own two cents. So what I'm going to do is provide analysis, detail, structure, no, context, meh, I don't know. Here's, here's what's happening. So I'm going to give you three ups, three downs, and then kind of give my grade because I really like the grading aspect of it, and I think it's really cool. So we're going to start with the ups, and then we'll go to the downs. Maybe we'll ping pong. We'll see how I feel. I think we're going to ping pong because that's kind of how I structure this in my own brain and on the piece of paper that I just uh, wrote or whatever, piece of paper that I just wrote things down. Anyway, first up, the crowd was lit for Bailey. They're in Glasgow, Scotland. Terrible accent, I know. Terrible accent. But uh, they were in Glasgow, and they would just not let go of the fact that Bailey was in the ring. Hey, Bailey. Who? Huh? I want to know. Will you be my girl? And she could not get two words out, and it was awesome because she didn't get flustered. She was very put together in the fact that she could uh, she could enjoy the moment, so to speak. So I think uh, I think that she will continue to get those reactions because people love her and her her candid moments. You know, uh, I think that Sasha Banks proved why she's the boss. She came out. And she spoke on the uh, on the fact that the crowd was not 
dying down anytime soon. And she owned the moment. And then the crowd was behind her. It's like, that's what was missing. And this is going to lead to my first down. Charlotte cannot handle the crowd when they're just too much. She did this once before. I think it was right after the women's revolution uh, when she won the women's title. And they all just wanted Bailey. They wanted Bailey. And Bailey was not on the main roster at this point. So that was kind of hilarious in my mind. But, uh, you know, I, I, that's a down. You know, Charlotte, you've got to be the champ. You've got to be able to own these things. You've got to be able to understand that sometimes the crowd doesn't give a darn what you want, what you think, what you're doing. And they're going to have their own two cents to add. So, you know, the up Bailey crowd was lit. They were awesome. Bailey, I want to know if you're going to be my girl. Too bad you already said yes to Sasha because, you know, Bruno 1.0, Bailey, we could have hugged it out. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Charlotte wasn't down because she simply cannot handle the crowd. She's got to get better at that. She was much better than the previous time. I will give her that. She tried to add her own little tidbits in there and uh, tried to play the heel persona, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, Charlotte's got to get better at that. Let's go back to an up. The Lesnar and Goldberg hype videos were superb, superb. Brock Lesnar looks like a complete, uh, how do I say this in PG terms, uh, uh, jerk, <laughs> stupid idiot, big meanie. He looks like a complete and utter uh, Josiah. He's a, he's a jerk. He's mean. Nobody likes him. Or a Pavlok, you know. One of those guys, one of those big jerks. I, I don't know how to say it in PG terms. But they did what they needed to do with this video package, considering Lesnar was not on the show. Goldberg was not on the show. Neither of them traveled to Glasgow, Scotland, which I did not expect. But it's like, you have this main event for Survivor Series, and you don't, sh you don't have the two guys who are in the main event. You don't have the advocate, Paul Heyman. Okay, what do you do? You create some stellar video packages. And honestly, those create moments. I remember when I was watching Shawn Michaels retire and he was talking about all the people he needed to thank. And he said, I need to thank this redheaded kid in uh, Connecticut, in Stanford. His name is Adam. And he creates all those video packages that make me look so much better than I really am. And it was that moment I said, I want to be Adam. I want to be able to make those video packages for WWE, where people are like, oh my gosh, HBK is the man. Oh my gosh, Brock Lesnar is a complete jerk. Oh my gosh, I need to get behind Bill Goldberg because he's making a comeback for his wife and his kids. Th those are the moments that really stand out when you're watching those promos. Cena versus Rock, when they had, uh, uh, what was that song? I can't remember the song, but it was, it was epic. I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Oh no, oh no, I'm struggling. This is where I tap dance and try and make time happen. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Cena. This is great prod podcasting material. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Uh, promo, here we go. We're going to look it up on YouTube. We're going to turn the sound down and get it quick. I need some comments here. What's the song? What's the song? What's music? No, I don't want to comment. Discard. 
No, I don't want to comment. I just want the song. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is the worst podcast ever. Letters from the Sky by the band Civil Twilight. There you go, folks. I finally got it. Letters from the Sky, Civil Twilight. That promo with Cena and the Rock was used, uh, I think, in another promo with Michael's HBK, or Michael's HBK, Michael's Undertaker. I can't remember. But the point is, when you have those promos and you're able to sell the the ever-loving baloney out of these matches before the wrestlers themselves can get in on it is amazing. So props to those guys for making me feel for Goldberg like, hey, this guy is coming back to be a superhero for the kids. He's doing it for his wife. He's doing it for his kid. Awesome. I'm behind him 100%. Brock Lesnar looks like a jerk. He says, I don't give a beep about the kids. I don't give a beep about his wife. Uh, I'm going to destroy Bill Goldberg. I love it. I think it's great. So that was a huge up for me. On the other side, we're going to go to a down real quick. Uh, at Survivor Series, they're doing the five-on-five tag team, SmackDown versus Raw, and they had, uh, who were they called? The Golden Truth. R-Truth and, whatchamacallit, R-Truth and uh, Goldust versus uh, the Shining Stars. If the Shining Stars win, they get the spot at Survivor Series. Sure enough, that's what happened. It made no sense to me. I don't get it. Why would you take out the Golden Truth, who have been lit for so long? For some reason, the crowd loves them, and yet you're going to have them lose via roll-up against the Shining Stars? To push what? What is, the, what is the point? I don't know. The Shining Stars have been garbage ever since they started, and they're still hot garbage. Uh, it's just not... It's not what I uh, expected. It's not what I wanted. I think it was a terrible booking decision. Major down. On the other hand, we're going to go back to an up. Survivor Series tag teams were announced, and the Golden Truth is out there for this one because they did this before they switched up the, uh, the whatchamacallit, the, uh, the tag team Survivor Series switcheroo, I guess I'll call it. Whatever. So they had the club. They had Cesaro and Sheamus. They had uh, Enzo and Cass. And then they had someone else. Who was the other one? Oh, R-Truth. Golden Truth and uh, R-Truth. And then the New Day came out and was like, hey, guys, we are the team captains. This is what we're going to do. And it was just hilarious. They did a Braveheart thing that had Scotland rolling. They see me rolling. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Uh, But yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. I thought the New Day played it perfectly. Enzo and Cass were in on it. The club even played a part where they're like, you know what? This is dumb. You guys are idiots. There's no fun anymore. This is what we're going to do. I thought uh, Cesaro and Sheamus played their beef pretty well. I was entertained. And that's what you have to do is you have to entertain. So the Survivor Series tag team announcement where they brought everyone together. They announced who was going to be on the team, even though they switched it like 20 minutes later. I thought it was great. So, props to the New Day for once again, once again, carrying the tag team division on Raw. And the last down, this one's, this one I went back and forth on because the match was just so good, but yet it was just not good. (laughs) So, the main event was a fatal five-way. All five members of Team Raw in the men's match would go up against each other to, quote-unquote, get it out of their system, according to Stephanie McMahon. 
It was Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho, uh, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens pretty much tried to tag up on everyone and beat up on everyone. It didn't exactly work. Um, And then Braun Strowman was kind of going to be with them, but then he alluded to the fact that he's going to be by himself because he's Braun Strowman. And sure enough, that's what happened. Everyone tried to beat up on Braun Strowman. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns didn't really interact, but they kind of hinted at the fact that uh, they were going to do the uh, the old shield powerbomb. And that was awesome because I don't know if Seth Rollins could have listed, uh, lifted Braun, but I was, uh, I was intrigued about the possibility. Needless to say, it didn't happen. But they've been teasing this shield thing for quite some time at Survivor Series, and I will mark the beep out when that happens. I will mark out. If you don't know what that is, you don't like wrestling. <laughs> I want to be one of those guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes for the team itself. Um, the ending is what is the down. The ending is the down, because here's the thing. Roman Reigns gave a uh, Superman punch to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens landed on Chris Jericho, who was already on his back, and then that led to the pin one, two, three. Kevin Owens was ecstatic that he won, but he won at the expense of his best friend. So uh, it's uh, it's interesting to see how that'll how that'll go, because I don't think that this is going to be a storyline that they should continue. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't it doesn't really do it for me. I don't want to see Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho face off against each other. There's no heat. They were never that good of friends to begin with. You know what I mean? So it's different when it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who have legit beef from years of friendship. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho were never really best friends. You know what I mean? It's a storyline. And unfortunately, we all know that. So uh, I'm hoping that they can build this into something But the rumors are it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in the long run. So why are you wasting the ending of a Fatal 5-way on a storyline that's probably not going to progress? I don't get it. That's my beef. Maybe it will progress. The rumor is Chris Jericho is going to leave anyway because he's got a tour with Fozzie or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the match itself was amazing. Braun Strowman got put through a table. Uh... Kevin Owens had a pretty good spot with uh, the barricade there. I'm pretty, pretty sure he did a uh, the cannonball under the barricade, which is dope. But yeah, I, I don't I didn't get the ending. It was interesting. It surprised me. I'll give it that. It surprised the ever living poop out of me. I don't know why I keep saying ever loving. I need to quit it. The match itself was fine. The ending was uh, suspicious. I'll put it that way. Uh, and a quick little bonus up. Sami Zayn. Is he going to face Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title? That's a brand split match, folks. So I like it. I like that Sami Zayn's finally got a chance at a title. I don't know if he'll take it. I suspect he will because he needs... That would be dope to give Sami Zayn the Intercontinental title, even though Dolph Ziggler just won it. So I'm not sure. Uh, But yeah, I, I like that Sami Zayn's finally getting a push, even if it won't lead to a title uh, in the long run. So... Uh, three ups, three downs, and a little bonus up for you. That is your raw reaction. Uh, if I'm going to give it a grade, I'm going to go with, uh, B minus, C plus. I'm going to go with no, C plus, final answer. It was, it was good, but there's just, once again, too many dumb things. Shining Stars was dumb. 
the little segment with uh, Stephanie at the beginning was kind of weird. Charlotte not being able to speak. Uh, you know, the main event ending was meh, but it wasn't terrible. So it's a passing grade. I'll give it a pass. Raw, you get a pass. You get a solid C, and C's get degrees in college. So there's your raw reaction. Sorry it's a little bit late, but the election kind of pushed everything in the back burner for me. You know, when, when your country decides to elect another president, it kind of makes things busy when you work in the news business. Ah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but that's your raw reaction. We're going to get SmackDown on the air uh, momentarily. Probably another 20, 30 minutes, but uh, well, it'll be up. It'll be up soon. I know you guys are downloading this as soon as it hits the airwaves. Don't pretend like you're not. <laughs> uh, I want to remind you, you can go to Snapchat. You can go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. You can go to all of these places, and you can like the Geekiverse, and we appreciate it like nobody's business. Uh, we also want you to go to thegeekiverse.com. Click on our merch store. We got some new dope geek shirts. Some dope geek shirts. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, So be sure to go check those out. We've got a new university geek tee. Those are pretty cool. Um, And then we've got uh, an Amazon link. Be sure to click on the Amazon link. Buy the stuff you're already going to buy. I bought this recorder off Amazon for like 150 bucks. But it's one of those things that you you can use for all of eternity. I can use it on my camera. I can use it with this podcast. I can use it out and about. If I wanted to, it's just a great little recorder. It was 150 bucks. If you get the opportunity to buy it, I would look into it. It's called Nature N. If you don't want to buy it, don't. But you can still go to Amazon because Black Friday deals are already happening. Click on our Amazon link and do the stuff you're already going to buy. It's no extra cost to you. It's no extra cost to us. It just helps us out in the long run because we get a small percentage. We appreciate it. We love you. This was Bruner 1.0. This is Geek Stock Wrestling. I'm out of here.